Welcome to Living Chassidus. Together, let's live the Chassidus we learn. Okay, welcome everybody to Chassidus in the morning, 15 minutes. I'm the JD, special L edition. Got to finish this parak, which is not really, yeah. We're going to the next parak. So essentially this parak is going to finish off sort of the answer, and the next parak I'm going to start discussing Troubleshooting. So essentially, what we're saying is, I am the day, the my beloved, beloved to me. This is the Elu that I am to my beloved represents us trying to come close to God, to Hashem, which is the avoid of Elu. And the day, is and God coming to us, it's God revealing Himself in Rosh Hashanah and Kippur and Sesame Chuba, that time period. And we said, that we understand, and that's essentially what that's essentially what Elul is about. Uh, through through the Rishonim Kippur Aveda that we do is how not how it's going to affect our year. In order for that to happen, not to have be a, a keli to receive what is given in Rishonim Kippur, we have to first have a preparation of Elul. Just like you want to anything in life, you have to prepare. You have a test, you have to prepare. You go for a marathon, prepare for marriage, you have to prepare for shidduch, you have to prepare. Everything has to be with this preparation. And the month of preparation helps the 10 days. And that's essentially what we're saying. Now, and then we said that, that really the question is an Elul. It's a, it's a revelation of the third attributes of mercy, a very high level of course, the same revelation that we have in Kippur. But we clearly see a very, an infinite difference in Elul and Kippur. So what's going on over here? So I'll, I'll, I'll explain to you in a marshal. And this marshal is really analyzed by the Rebbe a lot. And the marshal is essentially this king coming back to the city from a trip out of town. On his way back, he goes to the town, through the through the field, and everyone from the city goes out to the field to greet him. And whoever wants to come greet him, and he greets everyone with the same upon your face, smiling and joyous countenance, and he's very happy to greet them. And and and, and there he's accessible. The king becomes very accessible. And then on the way back to the city, they all go with him. And then he goes to the palace. And once he goes to the palace, only specific people can go into the palace. He didn't have specific permission. The king loses that accessibility. And so essentially what we're saying is in Elul, Hashem is in the field. Hashem is very accessible. But because it's in the field, so that's why it's not a yomtiv. It doesn't have that, that, that royal grandeur that you have when the king's in the palace, which is Rishon and Kippur. He's in the palace, you know, just walking in that area. You know, and going through the gods, it's already very awe-inspiring, and it has in Tad. Whereas, whereas in the field, it's it's, it's available. To use a, a a bad example, a few years ago, it has to be you know when President Obama was was in charge. It was one Friday that he was going in Crown Heights. He was, he was going to some school to speak or something. So they ended up organizing. He was going to drive. Down Kingston, it's actually the opposite way of Kingston, down Kingston. And, and I, I wouldn't say I was a very big fan of his, especially in, with his opinions and the way he treated Israel. So when he was, so when the time was coming that he was driving or the entourage was coming, people went out to see him, went to see, you know, the end the president, and people had signs, protests from Mordechai Rabashkin, and uh, I guess with Israel and things, and, and everyone, and my wife went out to see him, to check, to see. But I didn't, I couldn't, I didn't see anything. I, I didn't go. And this is sort of what L is all about. The king is available. The king is going in your streets. The king's there. 
near mundane. You can access, you can access him, but you have to put in the effort. It's not, it's not, you don't feel it. Whereas if you're walking to the palace, even if you're not going to see the king, but you're going to be in the palace, you're going to be you know, in the White House, you're going to feel it. That energy is there. And this is sort of what we're saying, that El doesn't have that energy. That's why it's not a Yom Tov, because God's sort of doing it in this tricky way. And that's just how it is. And that's essentially what El is about. So then we said, so then we discussed yesterday, what's really the purpose? What are we trying to do over here? So essentially what we're trying to do is we're trying to connect that the ultimate goal is that everything we do in our lives is connected to God. That, that we have this Kabbalah so, and that's like Yisrael, the name Yisrael comes from Yud Sar Kel, that Kel, which is the first of the third natures of mercy and, and, and the, the head of it and, and really encompasses everything should be the Sar, the ruler, the minister, should be the one that rules us. The Elikush should be what rules us. Our decisions are based on what's good for a kiss, what's good for my neshama, what's good for my connection with Hashem. And the yud is that it's consistent. That's what we want to achieve. That's what we're trying to do. And, and, and through that avoid of Elul, it gives us the ability that when God reveals himself in all his glory in the palace, we'll be able to connect to that and feel that. And through that, the rest of the year will be a whole different year. And that's what we're saying. Yet we'll go from uh, just a paragraph back in my book, at least. What does it mean that the Kel is the ruler and the minister within you? We all have a spark of godliness, literal spark of godliness, literal godliness. It gives life to our nephew, kiss. And it's drawn down into your nature. And by nature, it wants to go up to Hashem. To the light, to the, to the light within the light of life, meaning to want to connect, connect to God. To the point of self sacrifice, a love is to God. Which is above nature and the intellect. Why? Because you're using your intellect, your understanding. Because by nature, you're not going to be willing to sacrifice yourself for God. Meaning, by nature of, of the world in nature, God doesn't, doesn't, is not the parent, God doesn't recognize, so I'm not going to give myself up for that to the point of, of, of willing to die. It's like, uh, I think I said this before, that, that those some chassidim, when they came out of Russia, the Rebbe, they came for Tishrei, they were paid for the tickets to come for Tishrei, and they were sent them to a few few um, G'daylim and, and influential, like uh, Holly Yidin. And he sent them to Rav Moshe Feinstein, which was the biggest halachic authority in the law, you know, in, until the 80s, I think he passed away in the late 80s. And his, and so Rav Moshe Feinstein asked the Chassidim, he sees these Russian Chassidim, they've been in communist Russia for 50 years and they're still religious. He said, how do you do it? And he, and they said, they said, um, do, you have, do you have a choice? Like, how did you survive? How did you stay from? Do you have a choice? So, so in Russia, in those situations, that ability to say, I don't have a choice, and, and you know, it's, and there's cinema stories that, that there was a guy that, that he wasn't working on Shabbos. He was in jail. I can't remember who it was. He was remendable. I'm not sure. And, and he sort of, it became known that he doesn't work on Shabbos, which is totally unheard of. But that's what it was. So came a new guy, and he didn't know this whole deal they had. And they see this guy not working on Shabbos. He's like, what are you doing not working on Shabbos? 
And I think the guy started beating him up and he's like, oh, I'm going to make sure you walk in Shabbos. And at a certain point, the Chazak couldn't take the beating anymore. He was like, finished. And he said, he said, he said, just, just kill me. <laughs> like, I can't, I can't take this. But the Shaila is, why didn't he just say, fine, I'll walk in Shabbos? Because, because he was connected like this. Limbs are now I love you, Hashem. He was so connected that, that breaking Shabbos was impossibility. That, that even to the point of self sacrifice, he could die. But, but, but going, losing that connection with God, it's, it's not happening. Yeah. Because logically, you wouldn't do that. You say, okay, I'm going to work. It's fine. It's not worth it. not worth this God thing. If that's what's going to, going to, it's going to be so much pain one day. That's logic. But being, you're tapping, you're connecting to a love within you. It's above logic. You're connecting to God. He's so real, so more. It's, it's, it's everything. It's your purpose. So then you're willing to give up your life for it. And this is what we're trying to connect to. This is what we're trying to live our lives like. Because when you live your life like that, you have clarity. You, you know, when you go to Shidduchim, you know what to choose. You know what's important to you. It's like if you, if you read the, the Rebbe's letters in Shidduchim, especially in the early years, what was the main, the main focus I ever had? A person should be a, a, from, a good from Jew. <laughs> In those days, I was I was standing, but I also think about it. It was also the standing of the people, and they were saying, "You have to realize that for you and the life you want to live, that's what's most important." But nowadays, unfortunately, where everyone is from, and so we have all these different standards. But but I suppose we lost that connection. So if we had that connection, we really felt the way we're talking about in the Maimer. So the only question would be, was was what's the frumkites and the Yiddishkeit and the Chassidishkeit? Those will be important to us. But like you give up yourself from everything, you'd give up everything for this. This is what it means that we are sons to Hashem, because we're like the extension of God. Because the we're an extension of God. Not in any logical way. We're like the foot. Which the is nullified to the head. There's no self-identity of the foot. The foot is not a separate entity from God, and we are essentially like this. And this is what we're trying to reveal throughout the whole year, which is which is given to us on Mishnah Kippur, but we can only receive it through our void of Elul. This is what it means: nullify your will in front of the will of Hashem. In order to get to this level, no, that Hashem should reveal Himself this level, and we should be able to receive it on the Rishonim Kippur. You, we have to, you and I, we have to nullify all the foreign desires. We have to put away everything that we desire that's not godly, and 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 put that aside. And how do we do this? This is through all our Vedas in Elul. Yeah. Exactly. He says in the Funnel of Hegel, through the expression of a heartfelt commitment of Tshuva, in the month of Elul, the Jew makes themselves mediums to relate to infinite dimensions of Godliness revealed during Tishrei. That through making, working on ourselves, make ourselves a, a vessel to be able to receive, then we can receive everything on, on, on Tishrei, which will change, transform everything. Kitzer. This Kitzer is from the, it's from the, the Tzemach So they, in the end of the Maimon, there's, there's Tzemach Tzedek's 
writings. And so they put it in this, in, in my version at least, they put it in after the theme. Because it connects, it's, trans, it's what's the summary? So so what is the begins the concept of like I said before, that we have to come in and like we've been talking about, we have to work on ourselves and, and do tshuva and try to connect ourselves with, with godliness, with elikus. Which is the arousal from below, which is us putting in the effort. It's about Hashem revealing to himself to us and what he reveals. I know I'm shocked with Kusay's Lamata, the drawing down of godliness below. In the beginning, Vishnu Kippur, it's coming from the left, the left hand under my head, which is Yira, which is the awe of God and the fear of God. The Elul, and in El, you'd give me this, you have the third natural mercy. And the question we asked them, why is El not Yom Tov? This is like the example of a melech, a king. We're going to greet him in the field. And this is what we're doing in El. We're trying to greet the king in the field. We have to go out to the field and greet him. Hashem Hashem will shine his countenance. Who Indian you'd give him this? This is the natural mercy. What does it mean that it will shine? That uh, Hashem will shine to us. And this is what it means, Yisrael, Yud, Yisar, Kel. That Kel, the love of godliness within us, should be the minister. That the Kel is the one that rules within us. The, the godliness within us is on making the decisions. Um, to be continued tomorrow, I just want to finish off that that, that part of that Veda, and this is something that I have learned and I constantly learn, like realize, is that, is that everything we said, I think is pretty good and pretty basic, pretty clear, but the, 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 the important first step is to recognize my nephew kiss within me and my nephew Bahamas within me. Because if we're wanting to say that we have to work on getting the, the Yud Sarkel, that the cow should be the one in charge, we have to know who the cow is. We have to know who the godliness within us is. And when that's talking, when that person is talking, in order to understand how to get that person to continue talking, we should all have an amazing day and to be continued tomorrow.